Hello and welcome back to your therapy tools. Today I want to go briefly go over fair fighting rules, de-escalation tools so that you can have productive conversations with others to resolve issues. So number one, before you begin, ask yourself why you feel upset. Are you truly angry because your partner left mustard on the counter? Or are you upset because you feel like you're doing an uneven share of the housework and this is just one more piece of evidence? Perhaps you feel disrespected. Take the time to think about your feelings before you start the discussion. And if you are angry, remember underneath anger is shame, pain, or fear. Fear of being judged. Uh, Shame of feeling judged or shame, guilt for not doing something you know you should have done and you're being called out or fear that the other person doesn't hold you in as high of regard because they're approaching you with a a confrontation. So make sure you evaluate why you're upset and then start the discussion. Number two, discuss one issue at a time. You shouldn't be spending so much money without talking to me can quickly turn into, you don't care about our family. You're never home. Now you need to resolve two problems instead of one. Plus, when an argument starts to get off topic, it can easily become about everything a person has ever done wrong. We've all done a lot wrong, so this can be especially cumbersome, and the main issue is left sitting on the table unresolved. So don't get off topic. Stay on one issue at a time. Number three, no degrading language. Discuss the issue, not the people involved. Don't put each other down. Don't cuss each other out. Don't call each other names. Degrading language is just an attempt to express negative feelings while making sure the other person feels terrible. This will just lead to more character attacks while the issue, again, is sitting on the table forgotten. Number three, number four, sorry. Express your feelings with words, not actions, and take responsibility for your feelings. I feel angry. I feel hurt when you ignore my phone calls. I feel scared when you yell at me. These are good ways to express how you feel. Start with the word I. It's a good technique to help you take responsibility for your feelings. No, you cannot say whatever you want as long as it starts with I. (laughs) Remember that. Number five, take turns talking. This can be kind of tough, especially if you're upset, but you need to be really careful to not interrupt the other person when they're talking. If this rule is difficult to follow and you're both a couple of over-talkers, Set a timer or use a talking stick. You can get creative and crafty and make a cute talking stick or use a toilet paper roll or a paper towel roll, whatever, a fork, I don't care. But whoever's holding the talking stick is the talker and the other person is the active listener. So you're not thinking about how you'll respond. You're not thinking up some defensive stuff that you can throw back. You're not thinking at all. You are listening to what the other person is saying. 
and then you need to repeat back to them paraphrase back what you heard them say what you think they're feeling and which kind of need they're trying to get met the mustard on the counter example uh, they say I feel disrespected because I cleaned the kitchen and you came in and made a sandwich and got mustard everywhere and left it and you would respond by saying I apologize for leaving mustard on the counter I know that must be really frustrating because I, I do see that you work really hard to keep the kitchen clean. In the future, I will do my best to make sure I clean up after myself. And I'll go wipe it up right now. And hey, again, I apologize. Okay, see how much better that goes than you. I feel upset because you left mustard on the counter and you're thinking, oh yeah, well you leave your shoes all over the place and you spend too much money. And you see what I'm saying? So don't be thinking. Don't be getting defensive. Actively listen, paraphrase back, validate their feelings, and apologize for your part in the situation. Number six, no stonewalling, no silent treatment. You cannot just clam up and refuse to communicate. That will resolve absolutely nothing. You might feel better temporarily, but the original issue, again, is sitting there unresolved and the person that you're having the discussion with is only going to get more upset. This is a passive-aggressive self-defense technique. It's ridiculous and it doesn't work for you. I guarantee it doesn't work for you. So if you absolutely cannot go on with the conversation, tell the other person, hey, I need a timeout. I'm upset. Let me, let me, digest some of this and let me think about it and calm myself down and then we'll come back to this number seven no yelling arguments are not really won by who is the loudest the more you raise your voice the more aggressive you become and you are inflaming the other person to become defensive the problem gets worse the issue is never resolved Number eight, take a time out if things get too heated. Um, you know, in a perfect world, we follow these rules 100% of the time. But that's not reality. With practice, you can follow these rules maybe 90% of the time and 10% of the time you lose your mind and you argue and fight. It's okay, you're human. But the more you practice this, the better you get at using it. If an argument starts to become personal or heated, take a time out. Agree on a time to come back and finish discussing this issue. So you can use a um, safe word like you feel like it's getting too heated. You can yell out any word you choose. Some people like to use something comical. Um, you can yell out any word you choose, though. Pick a word. Pick, a, pick, pick some sort of a word or a phrase. And you can... Put up the timeout symbol with your hands, say the word, and take a break. And then, before you both walk away to your respective corners, you need to agree on when will we come back to this issue and continue to work together to solve it. What time? In an hour? Tomorrow morning? When will that happen? And you both commit to it, and you both show up when it's time to show up. And last but not least... You must attempt to come to a compromise or an understanding. 
there's not always a perfect answer to an argument. Life is just too messy for that. Sometimes the best thing you can do is come to a compromise, and this requires a little give and take from both sides. If you can't come to a compromise, just understanding can help soothe negative feelings. So you can agree to disagree if you can't come to a compromise. It's best to come to a compromise, and each stubborn person involved in the issue needs to swallow their pride and say, okay, from now on, I will put a paper towel down under my sandwich before I make it so that mustard gets on the paper towel and the paper towel will remind me to wipe up the counter. Even though I think it's dumb, I'll do it. And you might say, okay, well, um, I appreciate that even though you think it's kind of dumb that you're willing to do this and I will be um, more cognizant in the future of my emotions so that I don't get so upset if I see a little crumb or something on the counter. So that's one example. Anyway, this worksheet, it's called The Fair Fighting Rules, and it came from therapistaid.com if you would like to go and download it and put it on your refrigerator and use it anytime you have an issue to resolve with somebody else and you want to maintain that relationship and avoid big heated fights. I hope this was helpful, and thank you for tuning in to your therapy tools. Thank you.